Hey, what's up, you guys? This is your girl, Jermaine. And I'm Jessica. And we're Ascended Queens. Welcome back to another show. It's good to be here. I mean, yeah, duh. Hi. <laughs> right? We did like a little quick opening, too. Like, it was like, I'm Jermaine. I'm Jessica. <laughs> Normally, I do a little a little song with it. I know. I was waiting for it. That's why I kind of paused. That's so, I don't know. That was kind of like weird. I was waiting for the song. I was waiting to be like, oh, shoot. Y'all, Jessica yeah. must be in a really, like, are you zen right now? Like, I what's am going very on? zen, but I also okay. feel like it's the element of surprise sometimes. You know, <laughs> I don't want people to get too, like. Too used to it. Too yeah. used to it. I got to drop it on them. You know? Yeah. Okay. Is the people be... me or is it them? It's everybody. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, everybody wants a free show. Now we have, like, social media. So people just be singing for free. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not over here singing for free. I got to. You hear this raspiness? I gotta exercise this throat now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can't just be over here singing for everyone. Anyway. Oh my God. How are you doing, girl? <laughs> yes, anyway. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm, girl, I am feeling great. Like, I feel like you could just hear the progression of the energies in my voice. Like, I feel like the energy on the planet is, is getting a lot better, a lot lighter. I just had a birthday pass. And um, yeah, so yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling optimistic. Um, I'm just feeling like you know the universe is paying attention, paying attention to me, paying attention to everybody. Yeah, and I feel like stuff is being worked out, so I'm super grateful. I love it. How are I you mean, doing? gratitude is my favorite place to be in, as yeah. always. Let's be real. Like, no matter what's happening, obviously. My start of the year has been a little fucked up, but you know, I'm still rolling with it. <laughs> right, <laughs> girl. Still good. It's been wild, you know? Um, and yeah. honestly, even for our country, it's been very wild too. It's like some sh- really crazy fucked up shit is happening. And I think it's just trying to stay in a place of calm. You know, like I feel like last year was like a huge exercise for me to learn how to stay, stay calm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I feel like, I used to be like zero to 100 real quick. Now I'm like, okay, like zero to one, maybe five, maybe three. Like, let me just like think about it. Let me take a step back. Let me like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. But I'm, I'm good overall. I would definitely say I'm good. You know, don't have a complaint really. It's a beautiful place to be. Like, I feel like more than ever, um, our thoughts and like our words that we always know matter. And everybody that's, you know, quote unquote, woke knows that. And I think that it's just becoming more mainstream where people are recognizing the effects of like our words and our thoughts on us that it has on us and our bodies and um, our just our well-being. So I think, Mm -hmm. like you said, staying in that energy of gratitude and trying to, you know, of course there's a lot to complain about when you're in that frequency and you're just going to literally compound it the more that you dwell there. So even if you feel like you do got something to complain about, I mean, vent, get it out, but then like raise that 
you know, that frequency right back up by being in gratitude for just breathing or because you were able to eat today or because the energy on the planet feels lighter, depending on your perspective, it might be because there's a vaccine. It might be because there's not, whatever it is, allow that to, you know, penetrate your And I love that you said simplify it, you know, like that's like one of my new favorite things is to simplify things like to even, like you said, like I ate today, you know what I mean? Like I, or I ate my favorite food today. Like I love to simplify things. Like I'll say even for example, today, I literally saw these bees and their little butts were sticking out of like a flower (laughs) today. And I was like, that is the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen. And I took a picture of it. Obviously I posted on my social media, but I was like, Oh my gosh, like, look at these little bees. They're like going in and out of these flowers and pollinating and doing all of that. But I'm like, look at their little butts. Like, (laughs) I don't know, it's just the cutest thing ever. And I just having that little moment was awesome for me today, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's dope that you said that too, because I think a lot of people think that being spiritual or ascending or whatever is like super daunting, um, and it can be, but it's also, I mean, you are a spiritual being. So you're that in every capacity and every moment of the day. So, you know. People think it's daunting? I think people think that it's like, you know, being a monk on the top of a mountaintop somewhere that you have to give up everything that you love or that you can't no. ever be, you know, have a moment of mm-hmm. you know, negativity. Oh, no. Yeah. You better believe it. I'm going to shake my ass and literally levitate too. So don't fuck right. with me. And I also say fuck. So... Mm-mm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-mm. I'm I'm gonna do get down until I die. Like I'm gonna be moonwalking <laughs> in the casket, you know. I'm saying I'm probably wow. not gonna have a casket, but you know what I'm saying. Like I'm just gonna be moonwalking on out of this dimension. Like, keep boop, boop. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wild. <laughs> I'm done with her. So yeah, so today we are gonna, I think, have another great conversation. And it's yeah. always like what I love about this show is that it it always relates to some sort of breakthrough that we're actually experiencing or we have experienced yes. mm-hmm. and it's in real time. Like this is very uh, real to like our lives currently and, mm-hmm. and we're still like learning these lessons and observing and they tend to be like, we tend to be on the same page about these things. So it's funny how this topic came up that we're both thinking yeah. the same exact thought. <laughs> to talk about today. Yeah, totally. Um, and so obviously to introduce y'all to the topic of the day, um, today we're kind of talking a little bit about toxicity um, and how that is like it presented itself in our lives, be it with friendships, relationships. I'll even throw in family too. Ooh. Like, um, you know, and obviously I, 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 the question was, to pose like have you ever experienced toxicity i don't know why i can't talk it's probably the sangria um (laughs) (laughs) i haven't been drinking lately so i feel like this little bit of sangria that i had has got me like that's a lit (laughs) too bad this isn't a different kind of episode (laughs) because oh well then that shall be in the cards (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe the end of the episode we'll turn it a little bit (laughs) anywho um yeah. So have you, I guess, ever experienced toxicity in a relationship like someone you were dating or a friendship or with family members? And if you have, do you care to share an example of how you've overcome that? And then 
Also, if you've experienced that recently, what was your response to said toxicity? Mm. Definitely experienced it. And I venture to say mm. that um, we've all probably also been it at a certain point yes. in our lives. Yes. Um, my observation of what toxicity is or a symptom sometimes I think is unhealed trauma. Um, mm -hmm. I think that a lot of times we, a, a lot of what we're going to say, you probably heard before, but it's going to be with a twist. Um, yep. I feel like a lot of people enter into relationships, like whether it's a job or, you know, a friend or a romantic partnership. And we don't really ask ourselves, should I be, um, am I in a place where I can't allow another energy into my life? And I think for a lot of people, the answer should probably be no. Um, until we address a lot of those uh, unhealed traumas. Because I feel like it comes from, usually in my life, it's been from somebody who's, de who's depleting the other person of their energy and it creates a toxicity. Um, just like a, you know, some sort of a chemical that doesn't mix with the other chemical. Two different frequencies um, don't mix. So one is gonna have to lower its frequency to be in the space with, with, with the toxic person's frequency, or maybe just together they create toxicity because they don't go together. Or when they do come together, it, it creates some sort of a fume that just doesn't, um, it's not beneficial, let's say. But I definitely have seen toxicity, um, I would say with my father starting and he's passed, mm -hmm. so I love you, Dad. But you know, he had a rough upbringing, um, did not have the best relationship with his mother, and uh, that created, I think, a hole within him that he just mm -hmm. was not able to ever really fill. Um, and then he was in Vietnam, and he was like on the front lines, a Marine. And of course, mm -hmm. that then I think added to uh, that hole. Um, and I think that I saw his, his relationship with my mom. It wasn't always toxic at all, but when it was, um, a lot of times it involved alcohol. Um, and I think that was the expression of the toxicity that he felt in relation to his mother, in relation to being in mm. war, that was being expressed you know, years later at the person that least probably deserved it, because that's how it kind of tends to happen. Um, yeah. And I'll say that I think that I recreated that later in life with the relationship that I've talked about on here uh, that was about 10 years ago. And it was a similar thing. You know, this woman is, you know, I still, she was probably one of the loves of my life. If not, she was, you know. Um, and she had a, ba a bad upbringing again. Um, some, some things that happened that were never healed. And you couple that with meeting somebody that you don't feel worthy of being with because there's unhealings within you. And it just made for me being drained, you know, me being absolutely depleted. Because when someone has a hole, the another person is relied upon to fill it. But it's a, it's actually not even a hole. It's a bottomless pit if it's something that's never been healed. Um, so it was right. very toxic, I think, at a certain point. And but I'll tell you this, I definitely it accelerated my growth. I, when I got out of that relationship, I recognized the connection between that and the relationship I saw with my, my parents. Um, and I did not want to recreate that. That's a part of waking up. Like when you wake up, you wake up to different things in your life. And that was a wake up call for me because I saw the connection and I just said, all right, God, if you, I'm going to get out of this. And if you help me to get out, 
Um, I want to be where I was spiritually even before this. Like I want to be back to my highest level of peace, vibration, happiness. And Mm -hmm. it just accelerated me. And it took a a long time. I gained 30 pounds because I was holding on to all this weight, right? Um, Because we were different frequencies. Like I said, she was a, a much heavier frequency. So I had to gain weight to be in her frequency. I had to hold Mm. that type of energy to be able to exist on the same plane. I couldn't be on the higher level that I was before because we wouldn't have been able to communicate. We wouldn't have been able to be in the same space. So I had to shake all of that weight off, that emotional weight, the physical weight, the mental weight, the spiritual weight. And it took two months. I dropped all of that in 30, 30, I think I dropped 20 pounds in two months and the other, the last 10 and three. And people were like, how did you do that? Yes, I was working out, but to be honest, um, I got out of the, the situation and I released the energetic weight first. Um, and so anyway, yeah. that's, that's what happened. And I can always use that as an energetic marker to go back to. I'm so grateful for the experience. I wish I didn't have to call forth that experience, um, which a lot of us do to, to spark right. that awakening. But I'm grateful to her for it. I love her. Um, I don't see her anymore. But if I did, it would be absolute love and respect. But um, we can turn anything into something positive. It's all a matter of the shifting of your perspective. So Absolutely. Like everything is technically a lesson. Like you can find the lesson in anything that's happened in life, you know. And it gives us all an opportunity to be better. You know, um, and I love that you said uh, that even just shifting out of that situation a lot, like releasing that, like you li- immediately like almost released yeah. <laughs> weight because it was like an, an energetic weight, yeah. you know. Um, and when you kind of separate yourself from those things, it's it's funny how stress, anxiety, uh, even just being around certain people all of those things and holding specific things in can like make you hold on to weight. And it's not a physical thing at all whatsoever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. So I do have a question in terms of your dad. Had you, before he passed away, had you guys ever had an opportunity to kind of like have a conversation about, you know, kind of, I guess your upbringing or like any of those things? Like, um, you know, I, when I was in high school, I remember going off, on my dad, um, which mm. he's a six foot four, marine, very intimidating man. But I had had enough, I think, of having to pay for what his relationship with his mother was. Mm. Um, and so I just told him, I want you to actually divorce my mom. And I, and I meant it and there was no anger behind it. It was just, it was very mature, actually. I was just like, I think that if you can't heal this, we shouldn't have to pay for it. Um, and it was like a, a talking to pretty much that I had with him in that way. Um, and I think he kind of respected me more for it, but he was shocked. And then, you know, I think that we, in my twenties, he finally like kind of let go of the dad role and we became also friends that respected each other. And so I didn't really talk to him about that so much anymore. Um, and in depth or my, my insight about where I thought it came from, but I'll tell you this. Yeah. Um, when he passed, because my parents did eventually get a divorce and it was on my dad who did it, which was shocking. Mm. Um, but he regretted it. And on his deathbed, I know 
that he said, you know, I regret a lot of things. I regret the way I treated your mom. I regret leaving your mom. And, um, and I felt like he finally, in retrospect, saw all of the love that came from his kids and my mom and that we did fill him up, but he didn't realize it until he was literally on his deathbed. He loved us and oh, you know, we always heard how much he loved us. And I felt so loved by my dad and so protected, but I don't feel he was able to really see the depth, you know, of, of how deeply we loved him until it was too mm. late. You know, when he saw us taking care of him and he, I don't think he ever really allowed himself to, to fully feel I think that, that yeah. happens. It's mm -hmm. deep. But I think, you know, the thing is, is like, <clears throat> this is why I always say like, there's purpose in every day. Like, and it's, it's interesting because most people don't see, like, I actually saw this thing recently where it said, you know, it was like, you know, everybody always says YOLO, like you only live once, mm -hmm. right? But it's like, no, that's not true. You actually live every single day. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like <laughs> we go through each day living, but you only have one lifetime to do it, but you have every single day to turn shit around. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And there's, and I said there, I say all the time, I love to say that there's purpose in every day. It gives us an opportunity to start anew. And obviously like you're still here. I'm still here. We're still here. So that means there's still a purpose for me and for you and for us to exist, yeah. you know? Once you're done with your lessons in this life, then there's no more purpose for you. It's time for you to move right. on, yeah. you know? Either into another body, because I personally believe in reincarnation, um, or into another dimension and to be another being or whatever, or just to float off and be a damn cloud or whatever, <laughs> or a star, you know what I mean? Like, and so I feel like we all have those opportunities to learn those lessons throughout our life. But you'll get them even if it's on your deathbed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's you know? all, and that's the only moment that matters. You know, <laughs> like yeah, it's yeah. that very moment. I think people like you know you and I like I've always kind of sought. I want to know everything about existence. Why am I here? Why? And I always have. You know, there's not anything that I really want to miss. I want to learn as many lessons as I can. And when you call that type of um, existence forth, you're going to be challenged, you know, like you're going to you're going to be um, mm -hmm. tested for lack of better words. And, you know, we look at it like a test is like such a horrible thing. But if you think about it, you have to you you you, you start, let's say your freshman year. You don't know anything about whatever subject you the teacher is going to teach you. You're learning. And then at some point you have to take a test to assess how much you learned. Right. And then you keep learning. And then you take a midterm and it's large and a larger accumulation of everything you learned up until that point. So we're constantly, you know, assessing where we are in relationship to where we were. And it's, you know, not right. to dwell on where we were, but just to know like, hey, I'm growing, I'm evolving. I know a little yeah. bit more today than I knew yesterday, you know? Yeah, which I love. And that's, I, I think that's the only reason why to look Yeah, back. for sure. Yeah. You know, it's good to reminisce, obviously, about good times. But in terms of looking back on your life, look back to see how far you've yeah. gone, you know, not not to have regrets. If, if you have regrets, then again, like I said, you're today is a great opportunity. You're presented with the opportunity to to grow, to learn, to do better. So, yeah, yeah. let's talk about you now.
I'm, I'm ready. I mean, obviously, like as y'all, if you've if you've listened up until this point, a lot of y'all know that I've experienced a lot of toxicity. <laughs> um, and I think that I'll I'll actually say this. I'll say that the toxicity is I'm not gonna put it all on myself because everybody I can't put everyone else's experiences of how they are and how they want to present themselves into the world as my fault. But I will say this. It's taken me up until this point to learn that I don't need that in my life anymore. Right. You know, and that love does not need to be hard. Love does not need to be complicated. Mm. Obviously, people are complicated, but I also feel like I've worked really hard to overcome my own shit. And so I desire a mate or a partner that has also done the same in doing the inner work on themselves so that they are healed and happy. So that every day isn't an argument or a fight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it shouldn't be. Um, obviously, when you first meet anyone, everyone's on their best behavior. You're getting their representative. You're not getting that core, that true root of that person. At least for me, I try to present myself as true to myself from the beginning. Like, I don't change. Yeah. You know, you get Jermaine today as this. The only thing that changes about me is that I grow and I evolve and I get Oof. better. You know, so I mean, yes. I do change. So I'm not gonna, I'm gonna take that back and say that I, that I don't change. I do change, but I'm trying to grow and I'm trying to get better. And so, um, in that, like, obviously, I talked about an abusive relationship that I was in. That was a, uh, and it's interesting. I'll say this because you brought this up and you said that that girl that you dated that was you were in that toxic relationship with. Um, she was maybe one of the loves of your life. And I would actually almost even liken mm. that. And it's weird because it didn't dawn on me until now. Like I, I loved her so much, you know, but I think because I loved her so much, I, in the very beginning, there were a lot of red yeah. flags that I let slide, you know, and a lot of the reasons why I let things slide was because of my own fear of letting things go or um, fear of, being alone. I talked about that on the last episode. Um, you know, and so I allowed way too many things because I just wanted to see the good in someone, you know, and I was very much also too in my people pleasing, which people pleasing isn't just necessarily always wanting to please another, but it's also um, not being true to yourself in order to keep things the way that they are. That's people pleasing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I wasn't being true to myself when a lot of those red flags came up. I wasn't being true to myself when, <clears throat> you know, there was some disrespectful words that came out and I allowed that a, a first, second, third apology to be enough, you know? And um, yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm not going to go into depth because this literally could be like a two hour episode, <laughs> but I will say this, um, overcoming that situation, being able to, uh, basically stand up for myself with being able to leave, not even just that, but being able to grow into the person that I've become today came out of that situation. And again, like you said, I don't feel it's necessary to go through something horrific in order for you to grow and learn. I think that if we could actually get to a place as human beings to do some inner work and grow and learn on our own without having to be devastated yeah. in order for that growth to take place, would be awesome, you know, even for myself. But I'm at the point now in my life where 
I am at peace with myself, you know, and it's, I've fought so much for the peace that I have right now. And the one thing that I will not do is allow anyone to take that peace from me. You know, I'm not, I'm not asking you, uh, to be my peace because I have that on my own. I'm just asking you not to take it from me, you know? And so, Mm. yeah, because it's like, I'm peaceful. I live alone, you know? I I love being alone. I love my house. I love my cat. Like, I'm so peaceful here on my own. But introducing anyone into this environment, you can't take away from it. You know, I want you to add to it. (laughs) That's where I'm at, you know? Be it friends, relationships, family, all of it. Um, And... Yeah, like I, I getting out of that toxic situation was really difficult. It took me a very long time. It's been about almost going on seven years. Um, and I feel like it, it now that I feel I'm actually getting back to the Jermaine that I was before I even met wow. her, which is like very interesting. Like that's, that's also a long in-depth story that'll talk about astrology and all these things, but we don't have to get into that. But I, what I will say too is I actually wanted to throw in a little toxicity um, story or I guess behavior about myself. Because <laughs> uh, when you were talking about your dad, um, it kind of brought up something. So when I was younger in my 20s, obviously I was wild. Like I, when I tell you the level of wild, like <laughs> your girl was wild <laughs> and I don't, I don't regret it. I don't take it back for any of it because that girl was crazy. She was wild. She enjoyed herself. She fucked shit up. She threw things. She screamed, she hollered, she, she grew, she learned and she turned into the German that I am today, you know? And so um, I actually will say this in my first relationship, I remember a, a lot of instances around alcohol and drinking, uh, because I was very angry. Um, especially in my twenties, I, I carried a lot of anger with me for so many different reasons. Um, but I was very angry and a lot of that anger would come up when I would drink. And especially in that relationship, um, I would just do some shit. Like I would throw things, not at her, but just like throw them down or like throw a, I basically throw a fucking tantrum like I was a child. And, you know, I can look back at my 20 something year old self and recognize, damn, bro, that's fucked up, you know? Um, and then I actually will even say uh, someone I dated a couple years ago who I've kind of hinted at, like where that person I've said, like, has kind of had some narcissistic traits, et cetera. Um, I also allowed myself to cross back over into the threshold of toxicity when things weren't going great. And there was a lot of really weird shit happening and arguing. And, um, I remember screaming, <laughs> And I was like, I I felt so ugly when I got off the phone with that person. And I was like, ooh, I don't like this. I don't like this feeling. This makes me feel gross, you know? And um, I'll even say last year, I I thought like possibly Mm. me and that person could have been friends, (laughs) you know? And then having a conversation with that person, I quickly realized I don't mesh with this person because we're on complete, like you said, completely different frequencies. And 
to be a friend of this person mm. means that I have to lower my frequency in order to be her friend. And I can't do that. I've grown too much. I've evolved too much. And I refuse to lower myself for someone else, you know? And so I'm thankful for all of the experiences that I've had, the toxic ones, me being toxic, um, toxic even family, yeah. you know what I mean? Even toxic friends, you know? I've had a lot of situations over my life of friends being very toxic. And um, I think where I'm at, again, in, in life, it's just, it's just interesting. Like I've, I've learned so much over the last year, years and years um, to take a step back. You know, when shit's really happening and popping off, I hold off for my opinion. I hold off to respond. I hold off to even like, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> engage, you know, because it's like, I need to know where I stand with this. And I sit and ask myself some questions like, hmm, how do I feel about this? What does this really mean? Is this going to elevate me or advance me? Um, do I have anything kind to say? Like if I can't answer a lot of those questions, especially the kind thing, like, if, and sometimes some people don't right. always deserve my kindness and that's okay. But I also want to be authentic, you know? I don't necessarily need to be kind because I also do think there is a thing mm. called toxic positivity. You know, I'm a very positive person. Yes. Um, I'm a very positive person, but I don't think that being positive just for the sake of being positive to get over something so that it makes everybody else feel better about themselves is good. You know, I think sometimes you need to call things as they are and say what it is and say, no, you hurt me. And it's not okay that you did that. And I, I don't allow right. you to disrespect me. You know, it's okay yeah. to say things like that. But if you feel like the way you say those things or the way you express those things, if you get to a point where you, you're, you're cussing and you're calling people out their name and you're doing all kinds of things that is out of character to who you are, yes. then you're also being you're dropping toxic. the jewels and baubles and gems today. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I mean, shit, you gotta, you know, it's real hard to learn and grow. I'll say this. I have definitely done my share of learning and growing. I've experienced a lot of fucking toxicity. I've engaged in a lot of toxicity. And like I said to y'all just a few minutes ago, I was like, I just want peace more than anything in the world. That's like 120% all that I want from friends family, and especially a potential partner. Like, y'all know Jermaine single. <laughs> I say that every damn episode. <laughs> um, but again, like I said, I don't need you to be my peace. Just don't take it from me. You know, have your own peace so that we can come together and be two peaceful two ass people peace just living in harmony. And a you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jessica with her dad jokes. It's, it's, I love it. Corny, <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> I feel like Randall from This Is Us. You watch that? I watched it in the very beginning, oh, but girl. it got too sad for me. I like was like maybe a few episodes in, and I was like, I'm not watching this oh, shit. It's made what so the well, fuck but yeah, I feel this? like him. So if y'all watch it, you know what I'm talking about. His corny jokes. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, but I totally feel you. And I feel that 
you know, we talked a little bit about this and moving out of the, the realm of duality where we need an opposite in order to know who we are, right? Like we need to designate myself as black, so therefore you're white. And then this designation, you're like we're, we don't understand the energy of number one, that we take on with the names that are given to us and the history of those names and the, and the people that have ever lived that have ever had that name. Like, we don't know about, like, we're identifying mm -hmm. as, like, the word black, and we don't really know where it came from, or white, or identifying as a certain religion. We're taking on, like, once you do that, now you are entangled with the energy um, that has ever interacted with those identifications. And so we are moving out of duality into neutrality and needing to have a wrong to know a right and needing to someone to blame in order for us to be right or, you know, an other in order to know who we are. Mm -hmm. And we don't need to have a breakdown anymore to have a breakthrough because eventually once you take, once we have lived life long enough and we take the training wheels off, now we don't need to keep putting our hand in the fire to know that it's fucking hot. So I think we hope so, but I feel I like mean, I hope know, so. the universe is calling, <laughs> it's calling us forth to do so. that. You know, it's calling us forth it's yeah, definitely calling us all for us to do that. Like, I think the entire world, like, hey, you guys, this is, yeah. last year was fucking rough. This beginning of this year has been fucking rough, but it's giving us the opportunity yeah. to say, you know what? Hi, y'all didn't had a lot of time to learn all these lessons. It's time to yeah, show me where you, what you're working with, you know? Move Put your money where your mouth demonstration. is. <laughs> it's demonstration time. It's, it's time to now show what you got. It's the assessment time. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the judgment. It's not somebody in the sky. It's your own assessment of how far you've come. And, um, and a lot of us, you know, that are still partaking in toxic behavior at this point in 2020 with everything going on. I mean, please stay inside. Please continue to stay inside. Mm -hmm. Please, please don't come out. Even if it is a hundred percent safe to do so, please stay indoors mm -hmm. and continue to not interact with other people until you have dealt with your toxic ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you meant in that way. I thought you were talking about in general. Cause I was like, Ooh. Y'all, I didn't even tell y'all I was about to get my vaccine. I didn't even tell our listeners I was about to get my vaccine and Jeez. go cut up in these streets. So don't don't judge me if you see me out here in these Mind streets. Your business. Mind your business. Uh, I'm vaccinated. I, I am not. <laughs> I'm still on the not train, but I definitely am not. I know. But yes. that's because you also yes. are home more exactly. than me. And you're not around as many people as me. I'm on set with no mask and I'm hard, like, Literally, basically going off of hope, a hope and a prayer that I'm protected. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they do COVID test everybody to come in the building. But even still, it's like that could have been from last week. Y'all was out in, in the streets doing X, Y, and Z over the weekend. Look, I'm just saying, like I said, I'm out here yes. protected by a hope and a prayer. So I felt like at this point... I just had to have a come to Jesus talk with myself. Yeah. And I was like, you're right. I think everybody at this point, <laughs> just, and you heard yeah. me say this even about the mask or not wearing a mask. I'll tell you this. Mm -hmm. This is an insight that I've gotten from being in a place of neutrality. I'm not 100% there, but I'm more there than I've ever been. This is for everybody to do what you feel is best for you. And hopefully you've done the work to be, you know, your best as being, you know, service to, to others as well. But whatever, right. But that, that part, doesn't that mean last that, part, you know, some people <laughs> have been in service by demanding answers. 
Some people have been service Manny by not wearing a mask. Some people have been served by wearing one. Some people are going to be, you know, it's all about like what to me energetically feels like you just did feels the best for you and your spirit. Like that's what we all should always be doing. And that, if you, let me tell you something, if you're going to bed at night and you're a super greedy soul and that feels good in your spirit, then you're in alignment, greedy, mm -hmm, hateful, whatever. And that, that feels good to you. Then you're probably either on the wrong planet or serving, the wrong, you know, <laughs> serving a different entity than you think you are. Um, but most of the time, you know, when you fuck up, you know, when you go home at night, I know I do. And I, and I assess again, man, how could I have done better? How could I have said that better? How could I have shown up better for myself? How could I have, you know what I'm saying? And so I think at this time for me and observing the world, do what feels best in your heart with you and your relationship to, to yourself, to your God, to your, whatever it is. Um, and I don't judge anybody for whatever, wherever they land on that. Cause you're, that's your life. You're a branch just like I am on the same tree. So, you know, I hope that you could just be, just when. be a happy branch. God damn it. Because your <laughs> branch affects the rest of us. <laughs> Please be a happy branch. Please just be a happy branch. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I totally agree. I just, yes, you know, yes, yes. anywho, uh, back on topic. <laughs> I love it. But, um, yeah, I think, um, it's interesting also too, that, so we kind of wanted to talk about toxicity as well, or even like balancing within ourselves, like masculinity versus femininity. But I think a lot of times we don't talk about the toxicity as women sometimes that is still perpetuated, not just on yeah. us, but between yeah. us, you know? And I think a lot, I actually was having a conversation with a friend of mine. Um, and it's interesting, like, uh, I, I brought this up to her, like I had literally just worked with this photographer like a few months ago and she um, mm. was kind of bitchy towards me and it was so interesting and it was like, I'm like the nicest person, especially when I'm at work, like, cause I'm happy to be at work. So I don't have, yeah. there's no reason for me to have an attitude. You know what I mean? Um, but she just kind of had an attitude and I couldn't figure out why. And I was like, what the hell? Like, girl, we're trying to achieve the same goal is to get these shots done so we can get the fuck home. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to stay here and be here. Like, I also had never worked with her before, but this is like one of my regular clients. And I just thought it was so weird that she was just like very adamant to like do things that I knew that they weren't going to want. But I was like, all right, cool. If that's what you want to do. And so I literally woke up the next day because I knew I was going to working two days with her. Um, and I was like, Ooh, I'm going to kill her with kindness. Like she's not about to have, she's going to be my best friend by the end of the day. I literally, I was like, this is my goal. She's going to be my best friend by yes. the end of the day. And I achieved that goal. Like she literally loved me, but I literally thought to myself, I was like, as women sometimes, like, why do we do this to each other? Why are we combative with each other? Why can't we just literally say, you know what, sis? Look, it's me and you and yeah. we need to, like, we're us, like we band together. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're all in this shit together. I think sometimes as women, because we're fed by society, that we're supposed to still be competitive with each other. We continue to act that way. And it's unfortunate. And I think that that's not, I think that's what makes us, or holds us back, I'll say. It holds us back from getting ahead as women. You know what I mean? Because some of us are still on this old paradigm of how things need to be. 
or whatever it is. You know what I mean? And yeah, so, I think that, I you know, part of, you know, the whole, there has to be a benefit, right? And when we say awaken or woke, there's, there's something that a lot of people are benefiting from that, which means that there's a lot of people that are probably not and that are asleep. And part of that means that you're, you're robotically existing, right? So you're literally being told again, who you are yeah. through all these identifications. And one of them is identification of a woman. And whatever all these traditions, usually the predominant purveyor of colonialism or whatever in your or in your region is going to tell you who you are, mm -hmm. no matter where you actually, you know, derive from or whatever, like they're going to tell you who you are. And so I think for us women, especially in the United States, you know, and also the Middle East, parts of Africa, like we're literally told who we are in which is to be subservient in society. And now there's this weird kind of like push and pull because women are beginning to make a lot more. More women are educated than men, uh, you know? And so it's this weird dichotomy where there's a lot of, uh, mm -hmm. of people that are still asleep. So their, their impulse as women is to be in that energy which may not actually be who they are. So there's already this internal conflict. And then now this new emerging expression of what we call a woman who is powerful and who is a leader and who is breaking through, you know, glass ceilings on every level. And so I think right now we're just in a transition period where there's all this conflict going on in so many different ways. And, and then you add like race onto that, you add gender and you add sexuality and all of these things. And, um, and I do think that the pendulum is going to swing, but in the current state, I think that there's some like confusion and some conflict some conflicts going on while this transition is happening. Um, and I, I can't wait for us to get out of it because we are the birthers of life itself. Like we're, we're literally, um, you know, we're the, right. we're the divine, like we're the ones who are actually creating life and bringing it through our, our vessels. And we, once we, we're literal portals. And right. so once we, we take we that are literal kingdom, portals. and we don't base it on masking what, what is powerful or strong in terms of what these traditions have told us or what, you know, the, what we've seen masculinity be, like if we actually just, because if we go deep within ourselves, we will tap mm. back into divine femininity. We won't need society to tell us who we are and divine masculinity, but you gotta go All inward of us. to know yeah. it and stop relying on the outside world and traditions and external religions and job titles and body types. Uh, say that again. Isn't that always the answer? It's always the answer. Yeah. I was saying, isn't that all, always the answer? Everything that you just said, going within is always the answer. You can never go wrong because literally I feel like we always yeah. go wrong in life when we ask externally for advice. I don't know if you ever noticed that. And a lot of times exactly. when we're asking externally, we're just wanting validation. And we've gotten we so external. Now, if we're being honest that, with ourselves. I mean, if you look at even you know? social media, that now that's just another way that we identify ourselves as separate. You know? Yeah. But, but it's also, I think, helpful because we, it also does bring people together. But that depends on the soul. Right? Because you're going to magnetize the and, and start to and view and watch and click on things. Right that are resonant with your own energy. So also be mindful of the things, again, that you're consuming food-wise, right. but also thought-wise and energetic-wise. Yeah. Right. Balance, balance, balance. Right. Neutrality, neutrality. 100%. Remove yourself. Girl. So, yeah, yeah. For sure. 
I definitely feel like this conversation is dope. Um, I, I feel like these, these types of themes keep popping up for you, for me. And I know that both of us have had to do a little releasing. Let's end with this. What, how has this pause, as we call it, that we've been in as a collective in, oh, in the world, how has that affected um, how you see toxicity or mm. how it's shown up in your life? If it has shown up, how have you dealt with it now versus how you would have before this pause? Ooh, shit. Um, I, I mean, I kind of addressed this a little bit earlier in the episode, but I mean, Obviously, I love the question, so I'll reiterate it just a little deeper. But I feel like definitely since yeah. the pause, because I've been in my own energy so much, you know, I feel like that has literally mm. forced my intuition yeah. to come online so hard. It's not even funny. So there's a lot of things that I always feel like I've known throughout my life. Like there, there's just this knowing that we all have, right? But I feel like because I've been within my own energy so much, it's allowed me to heighten that intuition to such a level of like, all right, cool. You know, like if I feel like really strongly in my gut, like I shouldn't do something, there's a reason why I shouldn't do something, you know? And so I I try to stay true to myself and I'm like, it doesn't feel right. I'm not going to do it. Um, And so I guess how that's shown up in situations where toxicity has presented itself is kind of like I said earlier, like I now yeah. take, take a minute, you know, I take a, I take a beat, you know, and um, I've, I've had a couple of situations recently where things have presented themselves, like where, you know, an ex is liking a bunch of pictures on my Instagram or one just randomly calls me and I haven't talked to them or heard from them in six months. And the last time we talked to each other, they were rude. And, um, or a friend in in this very similar situation was also very rude and I haven't talked to them in a long time either. And so in those three instances, two out of the three, I had nothing to say, you know, I had nothing to say. Um, I just, I, and I took a step back to see if there was really something that I, that needed to be said or done by me. And I was like, no, there's nothing to be said or done by me in those two situations with a friend. Um, it was a little different. I felt like she approached me in a, in a different kind of way. I appreciated the way she approached me. Um, but also too, yeah. I needed to honor myself. You know, I think in the past, um, I've given people way too many passes and too many chances to just, you, you know, move, move forward, which I think is good to do, you know, but also for me, I don't know how many times you can give someone so many passes and chances until, you know, everyone's always looking out for themselves. And sometimes I'm always, look, I, in the past, prior to the, the great pause, as we like to call it, um, I think the germane prior to 2020 was always giving everyone the benefit of the doubt, always kind of, you know, brushing, not brushing shit under the rug, but I'm going to just forgive, 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 which I still forgive, but... I don't set boundaries after the forgiveness and I end up getting hurt again by the same behavior. And so for me, when I had someone that was a friend kind of reach out and there was a very rude situation, I don't need to really go into that, but um, a very long, uh, several months ago, um, I just really didn't know what to say. And even still now, I don't really know what to say. And I don't really know if in my soul, I feel like 
reconnecting with this friend. And so I needed to take a second. So I took a beat. I took a day. I didn't respond, you know, and I really sat back and thought about it. And I was like, maybe I should just say just that. I don't really know what to say, but I'm going to honor myself and I will let you know, you know? And so I haven't let her know yet because again, I still don't know, but I honestly, I'm starting to, the more I talk about it, the more I really think about it. I think that I still need some time. And I, I think I'm going to say that because it's important for me to, again, honor myself in things. I forgive you and I love you as a person, but that doesn't mean that we need to be friends again or still. You know, like boundaries are, are, I've learned boundaries, you know, 2020, whoo, 2020 was the year Jermaine learned. I won't say learned boundaries because I've always known boundaries, but exercised her boundaries. I know you have, girl. So we'll say that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, I just allowed, you know, I've been in that energy of allowance. And so I'm allowing people to go real easy, not making a fuss about it, not making them wrong about it. I may, you know, discuss it or kind of process and Mm -hmm. vent it out, but I'm just easily letting people go, you know? Um, And I'm recognizing, like you said, you know, if, if it does require me to respond or, um, you know, follow up and most of the time or right now, I don't feel the need. I just feel, I feel like I'm, I'm, even more grateful for the circle of of friends that I have in my life and that I've had for so long. And my dad used to always say to us, like, I'm so proud of you guys because your friends are so reflective of you guys. Like, and we were young, you know, like in high school, he was like, you guys did such a good job Mm -hmm. um, at choosing the people that are in your life. And, um, and so I'm just the people that, you know, are not resonant or mm-hmm. that I, I feel like there's been a couple of miscommunications or misinterpretations recently. And I just haven't even wanted to, I know who I am. Right. So I don't even want to address it. It's not even enough. You know, when I look at the energy of the person, I just ask myself, like, is this, you know, how important is this friendship? You know, have you seen this person in the last two or three years or have they, contributed greatly to your life or no, usually, you know, one really close friend ship I did let go of. And, um, I don't know that that friendship is gone forever, but I do feel that it would, it will be transformed if it comes back. And I don't know that it'll ever be as as high on a pedestal as it was in my life before. I don't know that it's going to be as inner circle to me as it was, but you know, yeah. Right. And that's okay. I feel like it's okay e- either way, whether it is and it, it does go back to how it was, not necessarily yeah. how it was, but obviously like it's it transformed into something different and you guys are still amazing, great friends and your best friends or whatever, right. whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think it's okay even if it, di- if it doesn't, you know, I think that this, this thought came into my mind uh, recently. I think it was over this last week and it was about forgiveness. You know, and I think for society obviously always teaches us that forgiveness is about you, like me. To forgive someone else is more about me so that I'm not holding whatever, the anxiety, the grudge, all of these things against someone. And I'm not carrying that anger, you know. But I think one thing that's not talked about enough about forgiveness is that just because you forgive someone and I'm at peace with you doesn't mean I need to allow you back into my life. And you need to be comfortable and okay 
with my choice of saying, right. I don't want you back in my life. And that doesn't mean that I don't love you. And that doesn't mean that I don't, I send bad ill will against you. It just means that my boundary is, I want peace, yes. like I said. I want peace more than I want to be your friend. And you've presented a lot more situations to me that haven't presented my life with peace. And I'm okay releasing right. you. But it doesn't mean that I have anything negative to say about you. It doesn't mean that I have any ill will towards you. It doesn't mean that I would drive over over you if you were, you know, dying in the street. Yes, of course, if I saw you, I would give you help, water, call the ambulance, whatever it right. is that you need. But that doesn't mean I want you in my life anymore. And I think it's okay. I think we need to learn as people and as a society that it's okay to just be like, yeah. it's okay yeah. to just be okay with letting people go. Yeah. Peacefully. Yeah, you know, definitely. and loving them from so much, afar. It feels good, you know, because you did <laughs> love that person or you still do love that person. And it's a good way to not, it's a good way to cut energetic yeah. cords that don't serve you. Like, and I'm talking about lower vibrational cords, like anger. Like, again, once we move out of duality and the need to make somebody wrong in order to leave that friendship or relationship, like if you're listening to your intuition, then you won't need to create chaos right. in a relationship or a friendship to prove to you that your intuition was right, you know? So yeah, lots, lots of, lots of love to right. everybody that's ever showed up, that's ever wanted to show up. We appreciate you. Seriously. I appreciate you, Jermaine. Yeah. And even if you didn't show up, it's okay. I send love to you. I, I understand why you can't show up for me. That's more about you and what you're dealing with with yourself you. than it is with me. You know, and, and I appreciate up this you physically just incarnating, just being there. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but both. Yeah, all the things though. All, all oh, of that. Okay, though. I yes, just meant all the things. <laughs> so, ooh, this was like this was a definite healing conversation. Yeah, I love it. I hope it was. Yeah, I, I hope it was for everyone listening. Wasn't it? We did. Yeah, I mean, because honestly, that's really all we can do. And it feels, it's like if we can all get yeah. to a place where we just yeah. feel lighter and freer. Jermaine, it's always a pleasure um, having these conversations. I love you too. And to you, boo boo. I love you. I love us. Oh, yes. And we're just having listen, a little love fest over here. If you guys are not <laughs> following us, follow us at Ascended Queens. She's at Jermaine Nichols with a G. You better say a name, say a name. <laughs> and I'm at Dr. Right. Spencer. And we're going to have some. Cool stuff coming up for you guys. We are definitely taking our time and getting it because we're allowing ourselves to be. So you get that. But uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, definitely. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being here. I, I appreciate you. Jessica appreciates you. We'll see y'all next time. Whatever you need.